0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Thursday, February 9th. U.S. equity futures have very strong gains this morning. So you have S&P futures up 34 points. That's about 83 basis points. Dow futures are up 235 points. That's about 70 basis points. And then the NASDAQ futures are outperforming up 140 points, which is about 1.1%. Europe's major indices are up about 1 to 1.4%. Very broad gains in Europe. Most major subgroups are participating. You're seeing outperformance in autos, industrials, tech, and banks. Um, And some of the safer haven groups are lagging, although there really aren't any major subgroups that are um, suffering outright losses. Asia was more mixed. You had Japan finished about flat. Hong Kong saw strong gains. The Hang Seng rallied about 1.6%, and the Shanghai Comp was up about 1.1%. So um, I'm certainly a little surprised by the magnitude of the bid this morning because I just didn't really see any um, you know, piece of news that really stood out to me as being dramatically bullish, although a few items are in focus. On earnings, I would say in aggregate, the big results were positive, um, especially in Europe this morning. Some of the highlights, Credit Agricole, AstraZeneca, Siemens, ArcelorMittal, Unilever um, are all being received well. In the U.S., um, Disney shares are rallying They're up about 5% plus this morning after its report. Um, You know, I have a lot written about Disney in the piece. I don't think its performance in the quarter was necessarily all that impressive, Um, you know, but the the report is being received well, at least for now, largely because of some aggressive cost-cutting measures that they announced last night. Um, And that could be contributing to what you're seeing this morning. So you had a lot of job cuts on the tape last night. Continuing the trend every morning, um, you know, every morning and every evening, there are several companies coming out and cutting jobs. So, you know, to the extent people are nervous about the jobs report um, from Friday, and, and um, you know, the, to the extent people are nervous that the jobs market is just way too tight um, to be anything other than inflationary, then, you know, the, the announcements from the likes of a firm, from Disney, et cetera, um, do help take some of the shine off the Friday's job report. Although I would just point out once again, that this market is not rallying because the Fed is dovish. You have not seen yields or Fed tightening expectations move one bit after dramatically repricing higher from the jobs report on Friday. So you've had a lot of Fed speakers on the tape. It's easy to kind of to say that stocks are higher because Fed official XYZ made some dovish comment. That is just not the case. You are not seeing yields fall. You are not seeing Fed tightening expectations fall. This market is rallying despite the Fed, not because of the Fed. And I think a big part of that is is just a greater sense of comfort that the economy can withstand all the monetary tightening. Um, Germany had its CPI out this morning for the month of January. Um, you know, if, if people want to point to one thing, this is probably it. So the German CPI fell below expectations for the month of January. That's dovish. That's positive. However, this CPI report from Germany was delayed by several days. So we've already seen the Eurozone CPI for the month of January. And that eurozone CPI included an estimate of the German CPI that was actually lower than what Germany came out with today, suggesting that the eurozone CPI for January may actually have to be revised higher. So, the headline German CPI falls below expectations. That's you know it reads positive, but I think if you kind of look at the detail, um, the implications of it are not as bullish as they may seem. Uh, you had a central bank decision out of Sweden this morning it was actually a bit hawkish, so they hiked rates as expected. But the um, you know the accompanying guidance was, was somewhat hawkish. This is actually the third relatively hawkish central bank decision of the week. So you had the RBA, you had the RBI earlier. A lot of people hoped that those two central banks would be finished hiking after this week. That's not the case. Both of them suggested there'll be further hikes to go. Um, and then Sweden also this morning kind of signaling the same. You are going to see the biggest Chinese company come public in the US since 2021. Um, you know, this was expected. This IPO has been in the pipeline, so a price last night. Um, you know, so not really surprising, but certainly, I think to the extent there's still anyone left worried about um, forced delistings of Chinese companies in the U.S., this is uh, certainly a, an encouraging data point on that front. Um, you know, from a technical perspective, the positioning tailwind is not as bullish as it was entering this year, just given that you have seen a lot of people, um, you know, buy the market and cover shorts. However, you know, sentiment is still extraordinarily negative. Most people are assuming that this market should be below 4,000, um, if not much lower. And every time you see the tape come for sale, like you did yesterday, you know the chorus of negativity coming out and saying, this is a start of a broader pullback, et cetera, et cetera, all of that is working um, in the market's favor. So this deep reservoir of negativity, um, it continues to act as a circuit breaker for sell-offs. Um, And again, a big reason why you aren't seeing one happen. Uh, My view on the market is the same. I'm a little nervous in the near term about some of the inflation data that we're going to see coming up. Um, You get the Michigan inflation expectation numbers tomorrow, and then next week, it's a very busy week of inflation data, including the CPI. So the Mannheim index that came out Tuesday morning for January showed a relatively large uptick in used car prices. Um, and I'm a little nervous that you're going to see a similar pattern play out with some of the upcoming inflation data. I think disinflation overall still has a lot further to go, um, but it won't be a linear process. And so again, I'm just a little anxious about um, some of these upcoming numbers you know, coming in a little bit hotter than anticipated. But I still think dips should be bought. and um, I've been talking about kind of a dip down to 40, 50, but this market really trades like you may not get it. And my medium-term optimism, um, you know, continues to kind of creep higher um, each day. You know, for a lot of the same reasons as before, earnings tailwinds, uh, my view that you are going to see disinflation continue over the coming months, um, etc. So those are kind of all the big themes and trends for today. Is a lot more uh, news, a lot more earnings. I have details on everything in the piece for the calendar today. The only real scheduled news. Um, We'll be earning, so before the open, um, the big ones, AbbVie, Apollo, Baxter, Hilton, Interpublic, Kellogg, Pepsi, Philip Morris, Ralph Lauren, um, Tapestry Brands, and then after the close, there isn't really anyone super important after the close, but um, Expedia, Lyft, PayPal, come after the bell. Uh, I think people this morning will be watching very closely, Ralph Lauren and Tapestry, just after that disaster uh, yesterday from... um, Uh, the Michael Kors parent, which was one of the weakest reports of the entire um, Q4 earnings season. And that is everything for today, Thursday, February 9th. Thank you for listening.